Hello, everyone, and welcome to Women in Tech Makers International Women's Day. The title for this year is Dare to Be. I'm one of the hosts and one of the speakers. My name is Brandy Jamar, and I'll be going ahead and hosting and getting everybody through this event. First of all, I want to say thank you for all of you all that have took the time to sign up, get tickets, and join. We have an amazing lineup for you all today, and I really do hope that you guys enjoy what we have going on for you all today. Um, so let's go ahead and get started. We're going to go ahead and get started with introductions. I'll go ahead and go first. My name, again, is Brandy Jamar. I am the CEO and founder of Smile Mods. Uh, Smile Mods is a company that I started to help those that are self-taught be able to gain experience. Um, I've been in the tech industry for over 15 years. I've been part of Google's Women in Tech Makers for about a year now. And so we're all coming together and we're all pushing events to bring general awareness and knowledge that women can do anything as well. Um, anything special about me? I am a mom of three. I love all things comic books, superheroes, nerd, everything, math, technology. I'm probably one of the biggest nerds that you all will meet today. Um, but I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna kick it off to Vashavi. I'm sorry, like a, we have a lot of people. Um, and if I do say anybody's name incorrectly, please charge it to my head and not my heart. Uh, without further ado, let's go ahead. Thank you so much for the uh, introduction, Brandy. Hi, everybody. Good morning from Vancouver and greetings of the day from whichever part of the world you're joining in. I'm Vaishnavi. I'm a full stack engineer at uh, Electronic Arts, a gaming corporation based out of. Uh, I'm based out of Canada. I'm also a tech advocate. I actually love teaching and empowering people through the power of technology. Fun fact about me, though I am a lot in public, speak, public speaking, I'm actually an introvert, but slowly turning into uh, finding better ways to turn myself into an ambivert and express myself. And when I'm doing nothing, I just like people watching and just gazing at the moon. And with that, I'm going to hand it over to Michelle. Michelle, the podium is yours. Okay. Uh, okay, Shruti, why don't you go next? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ashnavi. And before I proceed, thank you, Brandy, for the wonderful opportunity for making us all, you know, virtually connect and uh, giving up giving us a platform to speak our hearts to. So once again, a very, very thank you to you. Uh, well, so I am Shruti and I am leading the content marketing section of CD Commerce, that is said Commerce. So I'm working as a uh, content marketing manager here for over five years now. Uh, so basically my day includes, you know, creating copies, go-to-market strategies, all the digital marketing, uh, stats and analytics and everything, blogs, editorial calendars, and so on. Apart from my professional life, I love to chit-chat a lot, network with people across the globe, and thanks to the virtual connectivity and this platform that we have. So, and, and obviously, like, I am super proud to be a part of Women Tech Makers. I'm, I'm also a, a facilitator for I'm Remarkable. Recently, I hosted one of the... Uh, uh, this workshop for the uh, unprivileged, underprivileged students, like children. Uh, so that, that was one of the, you know, very heart touching moment for me and something that I, I really felt that, okay, this, like that, that was kind of a uh, purpose filling thing for me. So I really feel grateful to have such a platform about a fun thing. So everything's fun for me. 
as long as my mood is light and good and i ensure that people around me are i you know good in in good good shape and and in a good mood so that's all about me i would hand over to rajshree thank you hey hi very good good morning good afternoon and good evening to everyone around the world my name is raj and uh, i started coding from a very young age i just got a, i was an electrical person initially and i got a robo as a gift and i started programming it and uh, so i was able to come up with lots of idea and i got lots of awards with a single robo with different programming into it so i learned i self taught myself with c c++ basically and that led me to do my masters also in computer science and machine learning and currently i'm working as a principal full stack developer so i love programming i i join lots of coding competitions and hackathons and um, fun fact about me is that uh, you can either see me socializing with a, a lot of people in the events or sometimes i disconnect myself and i spend days together in uh, the woods i just go to rockies and i disconnect myself days together so it's two different uh, person it's like two different person living within a single body so yeah and hey mikel i like how about you hi hi sounds good thanks so much maraj um hi everyone thank you so much for being here um so yeah my name is michelle and i have been in tech for many years 16 years already um i started i went to school for computer science and started my career as a software engineer for about seven years, and now I have transitioned into doing UX design. And so my day-to-day -day looks like I have a one-person design agency, so I help very early-stage startups to build out their MVPs, the minimally viable products. And then I am starting a femtech startup and also running a nonprofit that helps underserved college students in New York City to get into tech. And fun fact about me, I am finally learning how to drive. And I had my fourth lesson last Sunday. So yes, so wish me luck to not do anything reckless. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so who else? Hasn't gone. Oh, are we good, Brandy? Excellent, excellent. Well. On behalf of myself, and I'm pretty sure everybody that's viewing this today, thank you guys and welcome. You all have amazing careers and stories. So let's go ahead and move right along. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to start our panel discussion. Um, our very first question with our panel discussion is, are we excited about any new technology and what technology interests um, any of you all? So we will go ahead and we'll kick it off with uh, Shuteri, if you want to go ahead and go. I think you're muted. You know, I don't know if you can, if you know, I think you're still muted. Oh, am I am I audible now? Yes, yes. Yes, the video is just not showing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry yeah, we, for the video is fine. It's fine. Yeah. So uh, 
So one thing about the ever-changing technology is uh, that I'm really excited to looking forward. And like I think it's uh, fascinating how rapidly technology is advancing and how it is changing the way we work and live. Especially, you know, I wouldn't say uh, that, okay, just one domain is impacted or I'm not sure there's something with my view. Okay. Uh, yeah. So just one sector of uh, the industry is impacted with it. But yeah, I guess that that that's a win-win situation for all all of us, like developers, marketers. So it, it's it's again the same thing. So like earlier, people used to you know manually wash the clothes, and now there's a washing machine there. So you you at the end of the day, you're washing the clothes, but in an automated manner. So that's just I believe that's escalating the time, and that's helping you save time in a quick an efficient manner so that's somewhere releasing the burden so wherein like I, I do not have that writer's block if I would say personally so that in a way that that's quite fascinating to me yeah anyone who would like to take up from here sure. I, guess I, can, yeah. I can add a couple of insights I've been very thrilled and picked with the whole ethics of AI, the whole generative AI. It's, it's like the buzzword. Uh, I'm sure now anyone, I think even my parents might have heard a word or two about ChatGPT and other things. So uh, having said that, I think the power of just the whole content creation in general, the visual communication in terms of technology is mind blowing and uh, the, the only worrying part about me is the whole deep fake technology, like Tom Cruise in, endorsing cryptocurrency on TikTok, and then people who who really take celebrities for their word or who are really associated with them, and they're like, oh, if, if someone watches for it, I'm going to go. And the way deep fake technology can actually trick you into really believing who it is, and there is no thin line between what is real and what is unreal anymore. That's where the whole ethics has to come into picture just like nuclear weapon it's a curse and a boon it's it's upon us to say you know garbage in garbage out take everything with a pinch of salt however for people who have accessibility issues who who find it difficult to summarize who want to create new pictures new content but not get into this whole royalty or get into copyright issues and then can if they can just say oh do this and then give me some ideas, send it some pictures or, you know, so many things like that. However, again, you need to use your jurisdiction. It has to be uh, greatly guarded by the ethics and the legal team in every organization. Yeah, and uh, no more can you say what you see is what you believe. I think that phase will slowly start getting diluted because you no more can see what you see and what you believe because Sometimes it can even trick you, even for engineers like us who can uh, who can sometimes get so tracked into cyber phishing, the defect technology can actually trick. Imagine Brandy is here, but it can look like she's not here, but there's someone else here, right? So there, there's so many things. So I would always uh, give a word of caution. However, don't be afraid. It's like, you know, how we are raising, uh, giving birth to a child. They're in the toddler phase right now. So they need a lot of uh, tender love and care. Just embrace it. it. It's there for the future. So is the whole implant technology. You know, if anyone is aware of Cyborg, it's about bringing the 
cyber cyber place in the cyber security or the whole computers into human beings in the whole bioorganisms place so we would all eventually have some chips or some implantation some neurotech science going on yeah again it's it's all there but you know just take what is needed and just draw a line thank you that's my take well just like any and everything that we create in the world there's good and there's evil um when it comes to ai i'm personally i'm kind of on the fence with it um i do see the benefits from it um especially like um prime example one of the projects that my company is doing is um we're getting into smart homes and what we want to do is we want to build our own ai just like alexa just like siri and we want to implement into our own um design of smart homes that could be great but with ai ai constantly learns it never stops so you know i don't know if anybody's seen smart house that from way back in the 90s on disney channel but the house kind of turned against the family it was a smart house and the house literally took over with the whole family so you do have those type of worries i mean i don't think something like that would actually happen but when you do think about how ai operates and how it's constantly learning those are different possibilities i do agree um with you Vishadi, that you know, this is when, you know, ethnics, the code of ethnics come in, our cybersecurity, you know, those when things like that have to really, really come into play. Um, personally, I kind of think it's already been there, though. I mean, I, we all know the military gets all of this technology way before we do in the public. So it does kind of make me wonder how behind are we, but how far ahead are we actually? It's something great to explore. Um, if anybody else wants to chime in, it's fine. Okay. Oh, yes. I completely agree. I think the way to look at it is when the whole digital streaming platform came and people were like, oh, what is going to happen to theaters? Are people going to watch go movies when Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, Hotstar, all these people started coming into picture. They're like, oh, then you realize that there's an audience for theater who's more like, get me personal experience. And there's an audience for home where we are like, I'm tired at the end of the day after all the children are sleeping. I just need the 10 minutes to just unwind. You know, eventually everything will start finding its audience. Same with the new buzzword. I mean, it's not new, but the whole low code, no code concepts, right? So imagine without knowing programming, you can actually use AI to build code just by having some flow charts, some structure into your thoughts. And then we'll be like, oh, I spent 10 years fine-tuning my programming skills to come to where I am. And there's someone out of school coming in, just not knowing anything and just say, oh, build me this, write these sentences and then convert it into code. Am I going to feel threatened? Maybe, however, I'm going to say, this is the future. I'm going to see what is there in it for me. I think change is always there. Our children may not even know what Zoom is because somewhere down the line, things could have changed so rapidly that if we don't move it, changing times we would all get stuck but as parents as fellow tech makers as fellow engineers we always have to start building ethics and legality into everything we see everything we believe everything we perceive as what we see and then say if something is too good to be true maybe it's not true thank you yeah exactly like um 
technology can be overwhelming at this current situation it's really overwhelming the technology and the speed it's happening and um, the only way we can we can be good with technology is like making it our friend like just getting used to it and in a very legal way as vaishnavi told and like brandy told like it should be in a very legal way and also we have to go along with the technology else we would be left behind like with the things happening in a rapid way and also i feel that um, i recently saw a video for uh, zeppelin drones that was something very interesting and it was from a rwanda uh, it was from rwanda the uh, the country people they created this drone initially like it was 5 years back this uh, no one trusted on it but now it's making lots of impact and us is adapting what rwanda people are doing so they are having drone service that drops blood and emergency medicines in front of hospitals with a small parachutes and um, it's happening within 2 minutes 5 minutes delivery they are delivering blood within 5 minutes and toward the entire nation so that was some kind of thing that um, one good video that i saw recently it's like making a impact so technology is something that makes a impact saving people so it's it's something um, we have to make friend with and think in a legal way like people can misuse anything like even the drones and other things but uh, if we are in a legal way and making friend with the technology like dropping in front of hospital within 5 minutes when you are in need of a blood or any emergency medicine it's mind blowing and also it eliminates lot of traffic on road traffic so these kind of technology actually excites me it's overwhelming to be honest but it excites me like i'm finding some ways i can get to learn this technology or put utilize that in my day to day life just one more just adding to the to the series so as as brandy and vashnan said like change is the only constant and as faster as we adapt to it the better it is and i believe like we are the generation you know who's getting the opportunity to to experience and witness all these changes right in front of our eyes like if i if i imagine 15 or 20 years later when we are old and then there's a coming out there i guess a lot could have changed and uh, yeah like some things that we have never imagined so like for children and for other people that there, there's going like i i can imagine a whole so new planet and like the way the metaverse and things are rapidly like you know coming in and everything so yeah in a way uh, obviously like excess of anything is bad or again like as vaishnavi stated like uh, the uh, like granite and all of that like explosive effects upon us like initially they were founded to you know dynamite were discovered to break the mountains and to uh, build out a road out of it but then people for their personal cause they started using it as explosive and harming each other so that's one side see okay when how are we going to adapt to it like facebook in a way is very good but instagram in a way is very good but if you're scrolling it all throughout the day so that is obviously going to do no good and on the other hand if somebody starting a business uh and an entrepreneurial uh, page or something so that that's definitely going to help them in, in a positive manner yeah that that's that's what i would like to conclude from you brandy may I add one small point to this conversation i think people as underestimate the power of the whole iot the convergence of technology in agriculture healthcare of course imagine you know as conscious technologists like ourselves if we can predict when to 
have plants watered a lot when not to you know when it comes to that israel has been leading in terms of uh, irrigation technologies they actually integrated this whole iot way back in the day i think more than a decade earlier and then say you know how can we conserve water now the weather prediction says there's going to be flood can we channelize them into dams or can i save my crops by ensuring the iot says now the prediction says you know don't underwater don't overwater imagine we are also saving on time and resources nature precious plants because you know what are we without food what are we without water right i mean we are all talking about things that are thousand levels above us but if you don't have basic sanitation water and food on our plate i think everything else would start looking you know it just fizzles out so if healthcare like raj was mentioning about using that rapid technology to deliver blood you know breaking barriers you know taking the cloud space over and then with so much tech happening in mars right so if we can do all that and then use it to our leverage and the whole training data imagine back in the day surgeons or uh, to be trained doctors had to actually source in dead bodies postpartum bodies and then experiment on how do you actually learn to train to let's say do a heart surgery or a cardiac one or insert a stent i mean instead of using dead body can i train my robotics can i have an ai to train and then it could give you like an uh, imitation body and then you can actually work on training that and then keep learning and improve your hand eye coordination i think it's amazing that if we have the right things to control there are always going to be challenges where there are hackers but then i the way i see hackers are they are actually challenging you saying that there is a loophole in it okay now fix it. it they are going to really start upping the game so my trick would be to actually hire the hackers and make them friends uh, it's like uh, in the movie uh, what was that uh, leonardo dicaprio and tom hanks i forgot he's a pilot he acts like so many things oh, it's one of my favorite Uh, it's a real life story oh okay anyway it's it's about how he, he finally gets hired and say hold oh, teach me all your tricks and then he becomes friends with the police and then catch me if you can right so start befriending them and learn all the tricks with them then the whole hackers become ethical hackers or the white hackers and then you know you start improving yourself I agree 110% with with every with with what everyone has said. Um I believe if I'm not mistaken, I don't know where but Amazon has already started having drones deliver um small Amazon Prime packages or whatever. So I mean it's already here. It's and it's like everybody said it's it's happening rapidly, faster than I think honestly we could keep up with, especially ethically. Uh, but I do agree. I think we should hire the hackers in and you know learn the loopholes and try to avoid the loopholes or fix the loopholes. But I mean, just like with anything, like I'm a big gamer, so when new video games come out, it's full of bugs. Just like technology, it's going to be full of bugs, and you fix it along the way. I believe um there's a tech company that has that as a marketing strategy. I believe it's Apple. that's basically apple's marketing strategy i'm going to give you the basic of basic in devices and i want you to tell me what you want on your devices and then i'm going to add it as we go along it's the smartest marketing strategy ever which like a lot of people believe and i know it's tagging off subject but a lot of people you know the android and iphone wars or whatever and when you think about it from a tech spec aspect 
Android is a lot better. Apple just figured out how to market their tech in a different way to make it seem like we're giving the people what they want. So it's kind of the same thing with hackers. It's just um, it's a bit backwards and, and they use it for marketing. Um, okay, so let's go ahead and move right along. So we're going to get into a bit of a, I guess, a deeper discussion about uh, GPT and generative AI. Um, for those of you all that are watching, if you do not know what generative AI is, um, it is a set of algorithm, uh, algorithms, and they're capable of generating um, seamlessly new realistic content, um, like text, images, or audio um, from training data. So like anything, um, if you speak to your AI and you say, hey, I need you to make a picture of a gladiator cat. It, it could literally make it for you. You don't have to draw anymore. Um, but that is not my area of expertise. Um, that is uh, Bashavi, Shuri, and Rajas. This is their area of expertise. So I'm going to turn this over to them. All right, you guys, go ahead. So if I could use the opportunity, of course, first year. So as much as the badges out there, you know, for the threat, or like the threat for the jobs of the marketers, digital marketers, graphic designers, video creators and whatnot, and software developers. Uh, but of course, because we could see like there's so much of talk, you know, like, okay, writers are being, not not writers, like people are getting laid off and everything, like marketers and same as for developers, like Apple is planning to cut uh, uh, cost cut and uh, bring these many numbers of layoffs and everything. So, um, uh, I, I, I don't think like if any of the statement would justify, but it's interesting to see that, okay, how are things going to come in say about five, six months, I guess, by the end of this year, because a lot of, you know, a lot of other websites have started using uh, uh, GPT and stuff like the other day I was reading about okay, Craig Tech Crunch and like these good good websites have uh, started uh, bringing their own AI perspective and own AI uh, tools and everything. See okay, which direction are things going? And again, I'll stick to the same part that all of this, like the regenerative AI, the GPT, the chat GPT images write-ups and everything so it, it's just one push that we needed okay so let's say somebody is a software developer a serious software developer who's not very good with words can't play with words can just simply command okay help me write uh, a beautiful link uh, help me write an expert linkedin summary uh, with with uh, for someone for for me who is an expert with javascript or html oops and all of that there you have it like within seconds i would say or hardly fractional seconds you have it so in a way that's good but then yeah i'm pretty excited to see how it unfolds in the future yeah so for me i can go next the apart from summarization that shruti mentioned uh, the one of the concerns i have is of course, it's trying to replace a lot of contents. Where are the digital marketers, content created, social media managers going to be? What's the future going to hold like? My only concern is let AI do whatever it wants to, but are we training the data to be anti-bias? You know, is it showing subconscious bias, unconscious bias? Is it showing hint of racism? I think it took us decades and centuries to come to where we are, and it's still as women in the world, we still don't have our own rights, be it abortion, be it even 
uh, trying to walk the world without having a male partner, right? All that is there, but can AI build that emotion maybe in 20 years, maybe in 50 years? And then I'm just worried about taking it as it is and perceiving as it is for the next generation who has perhaps not witnessed any of the generational trauma that our generation, our elder generation with war and all that happening to them and our grandparents' generation who have almost always been affected with world war in some or the other form in the last generation, right? We have witnessed, so we have become sensitive to all these things. But if the next generation do not know all these and they become so desensitive that they just read things and not perceive the emotions behind it, I think that's going to be scary. We are you know, talking so much about DEI, so talking so much about equity versus equality, but are we training AI? So training data is very important. The, feed, the data that you're going to feed it in, please have variety, please identify patterns with it. If it cannot and it can start generalizing, then the whole supremacy of color, of race, of what happened when, you know, everyone got colonized in some or the other form, it would still persist and it would be so shameful as for us to go back to zero from where we evolved, right? If as engineers, as data scientists, as MIAI engineers, we don't start recognizing patterns for, for racism bias and uh, judgments, I think, yeah, it would be highly unfortunate. That's that's my take. I agree with Vaishnavi. Like um, at the end of the day, it's a mission. Like we are human. We have been humanized throughout the generations. Like um, we have came lots of steps to be in this place, and we still need improvement in the in our emotion and in our human sense. Like. Now, getting close to uh, chat GPT and machines, like uh, I have been, uh, when this chat GPT was out, like I was just trailing with a lot of things and uh, it's it became like, it became so easily part of my day-to-day -day life. When I want to generate an email or when I want to generate a, um, uh, generate a talk, I just use it easily. But, but uh, the thing is that as uh, it doesn't have much of emotions to it and it is a it is a mission at the end of the day and uh, i see lots of things are not in the right way like uh, the way the way we are uh, consuming the consuming what it creates the content is not the right and we should not be we should be more conscious to what we are consuming from it like uh, so as a human we have to be more decisive and more uh, uh, taking decisions on what we are consuming from the mission we should be at the upper end Right, like we should be more conscious of what we are absorbing and what we're taking. So I just got reminded of this movie called She. I'm not sure if everybody's watched that. Okay. Is that her? Okay. So the, the story goes as so um, we have this character, the lead character who falls in love with an AI. Like uh, there's uh, there's this bot uh, just similar as Siri and Alexa. So he he's finding an escape from his normal world, daily life, and everything. So he he's finding his peace and her. And like this this movie also got uh, Oscars and everything. So I personally did not like that movie because obviously you cannot replace emotions, human, right? At the end of the day, you need a person who a real person whom you can talk to, know like. Um, despite somebody getting trained an AI, a machine or something. So that I believe is unwilling.
could be irreplaceable. But then again, let's see how I think it's turning out. Yeah, I, I also wanted to add on to, um, you know, what everyone has been saying. I think definitely the bias, um, you know, um, as we are, you know, all work in the tech industry, we know that the tech industry in itself is not the most diverse place <laughs> of all industries. <laughs> um, and so I would be uh, careful about, and I, I, and I say that it's because, you know, people who are watching this, uh, people in tech or aspire to be in tech. And I would say we are the generation that is leading what is going to happen. Um, we are like fashion visa is like a baby, it's infancy, but we are the one who's training the infant, right? So we have the responsibility to make sure that number one, make sure if you are building technologies, make sure number one, you yourself are conscious about the internal biases that we all have. And also maybe number two, the better thing is make sure people who are working in technologies are diverse and not the same as you, you know, like don't work in echo chambers, right? Um, you know, push for hiring for people who don't look like your current team. You know, if you see a lot of, for example, I'm from Hong Kong, so I'm East Asian. Sometimes when I see a team of just East Asian designers, I'll be like, I think we need to, you know, people who don't look like us, um, you know, and so I, I think we have the responsibility to make sure the workforce is diverse because, for example, as an East Asian, I could never, ever, ever, I can be as empathetic as possible, but I've never lived as somebody who are not from the so same socioeconomic background and racial background, right? So the only people who can truly represent, build technology that represent certain groups are those people so i would just say to add on to it it's it's on the hiring aspect make sure we we do a good job on on making tech workforce diverse thank you excellent 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 thank you so much for all of you all's answers and i'm loving this discussion so far i'm actually learning a lot when ai is not even my thing um all right, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to just move right along. So, uh, Michelle, you kind of touched on this a little bit already, but what would you do if you're the only woman on your team or in your work uh, work area? Um, I'll go ahead and I'll go first. Um, honestly, and probably self-explanatory, you have to stand out. That's probably one of the biggest things as a woman that you have to do being in a male-dominant field. You have to stand out. Um, sadly, you know, women, we get flushed out really easily. A lot of men think that we belong in a few places and that's the kitchen, you know, run around with kids or something. And it's like, you know, we can have careers too. So I would say, make sure you stand out, especially if you are a, not only a woman, but a minority woman. Um, personally, um, for myself in this case, um, not only being a minority woman, being part of the LGBT community. So it's like, I have all the strikes against me. I'm black, I'm, I'm lesbian, I, I got everything against me. Um, but because of I have those factors already against me, when I walk into a room, I make sure that my presence is known. I make sure that 
whatever project that I do have to work on or being asked to work on, and I have all my information together, all, you know, all my T's are crossed, all my I's are dotted. You know, I come in as professional. I do not come in trying to sad, but I don't try to come in and make friends. Um, I worked with a company that was more or less like a frat house I, for a while, for like three months, I was the only female there. And I was the only female there. I was the only black female there. So, you know, it was, it wasn't uncomfortable. They did not make me feel uncomfortable, but there were situations where I couldn't be a part of, um, I did get treated differently. Like when we got new equipment and things like that, I did not get none of the new equipment. I had to stick with all the old equipment. Even, um, I believe they gave me a computer. That computer completely broke down. And I told them for months that I needed a new computer and they did not send me one. I had to end up just buying my own to just continue to work. And, you know, it's it's hard. It, it really is hard. But what I've taken the approach into doing is I am no longer looking for a place for myself to be in, in these different uh, companies. I rather create it myself. Um, I heard a motivational speaker say before, I'm not looking for a seat at your table. I'm just going to build my own. So instead of, you know, trying to make myself fit in an area that I probably honestly don't really fit in, I'll just create one myself. Hence why I created my company smile mod. So the one thing I would say is, Use it as a platform. Any any position that you're in, you could always learn from it. But as a woman, use it as a platform and make sure you stand out. Yeah, um, I'll add on to what you said, Brandy. I think that the other aspect is make sure you uplift other um, minority. You know, could be women, could be just people who are not in the majority in the room because oftentimes um you know it's i don't think people are um being mean consciously sometimes they just you know they have a certain way like for example if you work in a um, primarily white male dominated uh, team you know they have certain topics that they talk about football i don't know like something whatever they talk about and 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 then you know when you're not when you don't fit in those groups you know you kind of get excluded you know I, you know, unconsciously, right? So, you know, let's say if you, you know, you see an other woman like you, you know, like, uh, you know, who are not like getting overlooked. Let's say if in a conversation, you know, because of the guys, they talk loudly and then they only hear each other. And then you hear uh, a fellow minority can be women, can be people of color, whatever. They say something, nobody heard them, repeat it, you know, shine the spotlights on them, be like, hey, yeah, you know, great that you said that, but actually, you know, that person said it already, you know, just, I think it's, it's about building, um, building a bond among people who are, you know, in the minority and make sure we help each other. Um, so that's one thing. I think another thing is, I think oftentimes, um, everybody has a different, um, strategy and and there's no right or wrong answer but i personally believe that you should not try to force yourself to be someone you're not so let's say you're not a loud talker you are not really aggressive um of course stand up for yourself but if that's not you um don't force yourself don't change yourself to be something that you hate and and also um because you know this is I, I don't know how true that is. This is what I heard is, for example, um, let's say um, 
in the VC community, venture capitalists, um, is I heard that for a female founders, it's actually harder to get money from VC females because the VC females would try to be, because they are in the boys club game, right? They try to exert themselves and they try to, you know, be, you know, quote unquote, more aggressive than and compete with the men. And so they ended up to be actually harsher to um, female founders um, because of that, right? And you don't want to get into that situation. You want to make sure you, you know, uplift other people and just stay true to yourself. Yeah, thank you. I can add a couple of things. One of the recent talks that resonated with me is about uh, Lily Singh. She's a famous YouTuber and a comedian. She said that women and girls are taught to say, you know, it's a great gratitude to just have a seat at the table. But then she said that we should start being, building better tables. You know, we are focusing on the seat, but the, the table was never meant for us, right? Uh, I mean, it's, it's a metaphor, obviously, but then I would always look back and say, if I was hired as a diversity hire, just because that brings in more color, because I'm a person of color, I'm a woman, or I'm a neurodiverse person, or whatever, right? It ticks many checkboxes. I don't think I would feel comfortable. It's, it's great to talk about equity versus equality, but then let's stop diluting gratitude. I think people will see, I think even my mother would say, oh, be grateful that you at least got a seat at the table, right? Would gratitude bring me promotion, hike, better money, better opportunities? No, bullshit. No, right? It's it's as simple as that. I think we are always conditioned to say, be grateful about things. Be grateful for your mother. Be, be grateful because you are a biological nurturer, because you, you're going to give birth to children or choose to be a nurturer in whatever shape or form. But then that won't eat anywhere if the economy, if the government, if women cannot be a better ally to another woman, I think we just again start falling back. I have seen so many instances where women have been mean to women, like Michelle said about how you know just by being conditioned in an environment where they are around male VCs, their tone, their aggression changes. I think then somewhere we lost perspective of who we are. So always when you take two steps forward, take one step back and see, look at the growth and see, am I really making it better? Just by becoming another person, it. it just doesn't solve any problem. But then as women, if we can't uplift each other, we cannot uh, look at other genders. And then we should stop really looking. I mean, the male gaze is one perspective, but I think if we don't involve them with us and just make them better allies and partners, we are just, again, segregating, say, oh, women versus male, right? We shouldn't be doing that. If you're all part of the game, even your sons, your daughters, you know, they, they, it's, a, it's a nice example of show and tell. They will see that there is an equal partnership, equal mental load to it. it. It all starts from home. It all starts from where they see. They see that it's happening to everyone, you know, the employer, the HR. Employers should be trained to have unconscious bias even at the level of hiring. Can they have a blind hiring where the name is removed, the ethnicity is removed, the gender or anything that actually is able to identify that person while interviewing. And then at least the first level, it's like, you know, a blind audition for singing, right? It's it's your voice that matters, not who you are, what your skin color is or where you're coming from. So there's a long way to go, but at least can start within ourselves, our team, our department, our organization. 
and we have better employee resource groups where we actually can bring forth these ideas, right? So it is all going to start small. Even a small example being when I shop for clothing for my son, I would see some the 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 t-shirts and the outfits are all like dinosaurs, like Star Wars. I mean, it's just a baby, it's a two-year-old. But for girls, what is it? Butterflies, unicorns, cupcakes, rainbows. Unicorns don't even exist for all we know, right? Let's stop saying that. Why? Why is it only just some pink and some cute little dolls and cute kitties? For boys, they're like such amazing like space and astronaut and all that. I mean, who's even bringing it? I and mean, we're talking about 2023 in clothing brands. Even the toys, you know, girls' toys are just so squeaky toys, but boys' toys are very machoistic. They are bringing so, so much electronics and so much of building capabilities to that. Who are we to even do that? And if it cannot even start at that level, I think they're un unknowingly getting conditioned. We would just think, oh, there's a birthday of a girl. Let me go to the girls' section where we find a tassel, uh, a bicycle which has some tassels to it, some pink basket to it. Oh no, oh no, it's let's hide those gender barriers at that point and then start from there. You know, that, that's kind of my take. I went all over, but yeah, that's what's been bothering me. I believe with the starting to Vaishnavi's point, I believe that's where we get started. Like our training comes from, right? The moment you open your eye and the, the moment people start gifting you, it's all those cute, cute Barbie doll frogs, those those dresses, those uh, those those pink comics and those, you know, uh, those doctor sets and all, all of this. So that right at the moment, like we start gaining our senses, we are made to, we made, our training starts from the very scratch, okay? So this is where you are. So just taking my example. So uh, as Brandy also mentioned, she was alone, alone black woman in her team for about three months. So something similar happened with me, I would say for about two to three quarters, like six to eight months, I was the alone, Goal in my team, not in the whole office, but in my team. So I was allotted that corner, that corner seat of the row, the one in the extreme, the, the inside one. Now, um, so yeah, it it, uh, it was all it was all boys, it was all males and everything. So, um, so yeah, we do talk about you know raising our voice and uh, uh, like bringing our our thoughts to the table and everything, but. Uh, as I said, as the training has been like as we have been function programmed since the since the childhood, so we know okay there's something that is enticing for me or something that's great for, uh, point or that could add value. I I was never confident to pitch that you know I used to make presentations and all those decks and everything, but I never used to write my name because of that one. I don't know, like, what was that friction, that resistivity? There was something I never used to write my name, though I, at times I used to present things, but yeah, all, I, I used to, like, you know, convey the same thing to a fellow colleague or or a senior, maybe my, my manager and everything, because I, uh, somewhere I was like, okay, so maybe they, they have a with time i i have overcome this thing and that is something i would again like uh, want to impart the same in in the women of our of, of the upcoming generation and 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 so on because obviously like uh, 
I know there's this small resistance within us which which stops us from for, uh, from doing a lot of things and and as Rashnavi and Raj like both of them mentioned finding allies so that is one very thing like look look for colleagues who you know share share your values and are supportive of diversity and inclusion like they can be allies they can be your allies and can help you navigate all and any chances that you may face so you never know like can be that shining star can be that shining hour and so and yeah like confidence is one thing that that must that must be carried with you yeah like because yeah that that's that's all about it for now for me just an ending note to all of the terms or in taking time i think we should stop waiting for the knight in the sharp shining armor a man coming with all the dreams to fulfill your dreams we should build our yeah. own definitely so that that's where i said like that could be a woman as well that, that doesn't necessarily need to be a man at the time who needs to support us but then again if we see like i am not sure like you know see male friendships are so strong like uh, whatever happens between them or among them even if that's a group or two people at the end of the day or one two three days they are together again but with girls and like females i i see like there's a lot of resistivity in us like uh, not not in us here actually like looking at the broader picture let's say somebody is coming up with a new initiative or a new instagram page i can hear 10 odd girls bitching about their initiative no matter they've got nothing to do with that with that but still like they <laughs> instead of uh, like utilizing their time for the constructive feedback and everything helping her or maybe shopping or shopping for that small goodie or something they will continuously bitch about things so that's where like i that, that's where like i would want to place this ally part and, and you know if thing, things will go better if we if we start supporting each other shoulder to shoulder and and which i feel yet uh, like in 2023 like i see like uh, a, a lot of improvement have been done because everybody's getting educated like 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 i am speaking from india so and and uh, like all across the globe because again the emotions and everything are all same whichever part of the globe you are so yeah that's that's one thing yeah i have to say i agree with everybody like <clears throat> i was the kid that kind of grew up I have brothers and, you know, like Christmas time and birthdays, <clears throat> they will always have like the cool toys and stuff like that. Of course, the boyish toys and those are toys I wanted. I didn't want the Barbie dolls and stuff like that. I was like, y'all keep that. But I mean, but I understand like even from, you know, just kids, it's already a separation. Like girls can't like space. Girls, girls have to like easy bake ovens. And it's like, no, we're, we're going to completely rip this into shreds and change the whole entire narrative. I don't like Barbie dolls. I like Star Wars. So, um, yeah. So thank you guys so much. I love all of you all's responses. Um, we're going to go ahead and we're going to move on to the next topic. Um, what are some personal challenges that you all have had in the IT field? Um, me personally, I would have to say it will have to be formal education. Um, I am 100% self-taught in everything. I do have some college, um, I guess you would say education, but I'm self-taught. I'm um, Google certified, and I believe it's like the, their fundamentals. Um, I'm working on getting my JavaScript certification. Um, 
like I said, I've started my own technology business. So I will have to say my my personal personal challenges will have to be formal education. Um, I just saw the difference in my learning style um, while trying to pursue my degree. I got so much further in just teaching myself than going to school every single day. I, I just did. Um, so I just went ahead and took the venture into just teaching myself. So I, I just study, take the test, pay for it, and literally and just get my certification. I'd rather go that route. I get a lot further um, in pursuing. Um, also, I will have to say it would have to be how fast technology grows because I'm self-taught. Um, sometimes being self-taught it's kind of like once you learn one thing, something else instantly comes out. And now you have to learn that. And by the time you're done learning that, something else has came out. So when you're self-taught, you're kind of always a little bit a step behind, just a tad. Um, but, you know, it's not impossible. You know, I believe it's just like if you was in school, you have to make the time. Um, but those would be my personal ones. What about you guys? Brandy, just a small PSA. There are people waiting to be let in. Could you, while the discussion is going on, could you just uh, let some speakers in? Thank you. I can understand, Brandy, like self teaching is something we need to pick up in a quick phase as the, everyone learns with lots of uh, help and support. We have to streamline our path and we have to put lots of things in. I can really understand what you're saying with self-learning and other things. The challenge that I faced was um, when I started, uh, I was with the automation, like camera automation and robotics automation initially. So I was with the team. I was the only woman and uh, we discussed this previously also. Like I was there and... Um, I was having good relationship with fellow teammates. They were, uh, we were having chit chats and other things. Like casually, while we were having a good thought, a uh, good talk, I just heard my fellow coworker telling me like, um, uh, he was just laughing and telling like, I think you don't suit in here. Like it's just a lot of boys in here, and I don't think you you don't suit in here. Maybe you can just go to website or uh, web development or other things where there are a lot of good. Like he was actually talking in a good way. He didn't realize that he's telling some things that will affect me then uh, that was one thing i heard from a co-worker from a male and also from another team's female also like hey there are lots of boys and it's like a boy boyish kind of team like why are you in there don't you feel bad like it was like i am interested in automation and i don't need anyone's approval to be there so that's when i realized like it's something we have to keep boundaries for ourselves like there will be a lot of challenges like we need to create our boundaries we should not um, like everyone are co-workers but they are not someone who knows you better than who you know yourself like you should keep that boundary and uh, that annual cycle out of all the people in the team I got promotion like I got rewards and promotion so that's something a good uh, challenge that affected me and uh, I took some time to realize that how to overcome it, but I try to put in more efforts like their comments are not stopping me like I need to develop myself. I got into a lot of customer calls I interacted directly with customers I went beyond my role. Uh, 
I contributed and I got the promotion. So it's something um, challenge that I faced in my IT in initial stages. Okay, this this is a mindset that that we are given. Like uh, even as I was mentioning, like I was the alone female, like the uh, only for about a couple of months. So, uh, like I I believe like things like these, and I heard or uh, like I I didn't hear like this was something said right on my face. So there was some research going on, and there was some sort of miscommunication, wherein I had found out. about our review website web retailer and everything so so he my my directly uh, director directly told me okay so shall i stop working with girls like i remember back then we were 23 21 girls to in total uh, and and amazing chunk of boys so you could you could imagine the ratio like today we have over 2000 people and uh, so the number of girls are kind of okay like 300 something i'm not sure of the exact number 300 or 400 something so that was something that he has told asked me back then like should i stop working with girls like how is it how are we looking at things or so back there like back in their mind they have something which tells them okay despite or, or no matter the number of hours i work for them or anything so the last decision maker has to be a guy it has to be a guy no matter if i put in my blood sweat and everything i manage a team of 28 people 30 people doesn't matter to them the authoritative thing the last you know the last checklist has to be done by someone from their the masculine uh, side of of the table so that's when i i believe that uh, these are some of the challenges and now in brandy i i i am really impressed to see like she started something of her own and the self taught thing is also a great point because in the uh, evolving industry the way the space we are in the technology the, the e-commerce space or any space for that matter the digital space it, it's ever evolving and you you need to train yourself to be self taught and you know to to grasp the technologies that are coming one by one otherwise you getting to get lost in the race so at the end of the day it's you who has like it's us who has to take the accountability for ourselves i would say rather than sit back and you know curse people and 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 things like that yeah rational we want to please yeah no i just wanted to bring in helen and then how to introduce and take over this talk yeah hi helen and and i guess even like some people have joined so hello to everyone Next year, so like we we were talking about like what are the major challenges that we face in the IT in the in the tech sector basically. Do you have? Yes. So we're not live yet, are we? We are. Oh, oh, okay. Apologies. Hi, everyone. Um, I'll introduce myself just quickly. Um, my name is Helen Arns, and I'm a senior merchant success manager at Shopify. Um, I'm also the chair of Out at Shopify, the LGBTQ employee resource group, and a women's tech maker. Excellent, excellent. Thank you for hopping in with us. We know everybody has lives and jobs and kids, so thank you so much for taking time out of your day, and you know, to join us. Um, 
what we were discussing, we were basically just discussing any challenges that we have as women in um, the IT field. Um, if you want to hop in, great. If you want to just move on to the next question, that's fine too. Um, anybody that wants to hop in on this uh, particular subject or would you guys like to move right along? Okay, cool things. We're just going to go ahead and we're going to move it right along. So the very next question or topic that I do have um, is what advice would you give to another woman who is interested in the tech field? We kind of did touch on it with um, a little bit of our personal challenges, um, but if you had to go back X amount of years and talk to your younger self, what advice would you give that little girl? Go here, nobody. Uh, Helen, are you about to say something? Just one. I will go after you. Not a problem. <laughs> All right, thank you. So, just a few pointers that I believe. Like, okay, so uh, retrospecting ourselves. Uh, something that I was saying uh, before in the earlier questions. The way we are trained since the very you know childhood and everything that okay we are made for pink pink is our color or you know we are made for dolls and everything so like just taking a moment to retrospect things and they take a better look out there and be the change for ourselves start speaking uh don't don't sub uh, like you know dub like second uh, double uh, think your uh, opinions or maybe don't give it second thoughts be accountable for what you do because at the end of the day you are the master of your game and you're the driver of your vehicle so that's something uh i would like to say to the people of like to the to the younger generation out there yeah similar to that thread um i think stay true to yourself definitely um, I would tell my younger self that it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to learn. Um, that's part of like what having like that's part of life and that's going to be a big part of your career. So don't be afraid to fail and don't be afraid to try different things, but always come home. Always stay true to yourself. Uh, I always, I would suggest that most of us have a good understanding of what feels right and, and where we want to go and who we want to be and, the kind of ethics and morals that we hold and take through our career, like hold tight to that because your your gut instinct is correct. Hold on to that and, and stay true and keep that as your North Star. I love that. Um, what would I say to little Brandy? <laughs> um, I would tell her, do not be afraid. What you want to do can happen. Um, I've had the thought of smile minds since I was a kid. So I would tell her, just keep going, don't stop, do not be scared. Whatever it is, you can do it. It doesn't matter. I don't care if it's, I don't know, sewing flowers to t-shirts, if just be the best at it. Whatever it is, do not be afraid, be the absolute best and just make sure you put your best foot forward. I would let her know, like, just don't be afraid, be the best. And I absolutely, you have, we have to be the best at everything. Um, 
But just like what um, the rest of you young ladies said, I would also tell be true to yourself. Never waver away from that. If you waver away from that, you will not be able to filter out the people that belong in your life correctly. Um, yeah. I can add a couple of things. Growing up, I always thought, this is an analogy that I internally made up in my head, that you know, if men were taking elevators to reach wherever they were, some women, even back in the day, perhaps 40, 50 years ago, struggled taking the escalator, right? They were still trying to catch it. And they were working women still trying to take the stairs, huffing and puffing, whatnot, right? And we had that extra baggage of other responsibilities. Oh, be a caregiver, be a nurturer. Anyone falls sick, you, you are the first person to take time off, take a sabbatical. And then there are girls just waiting at the other end of the escalator, waiting for their turn. So, there is so much of hierarchy inbuilt. And I would say, okay, somewhere it's going to get better. But then I realized sometimes you just let the bygones be bygones. It, it exists. All we should do is acknowledge. But then what's the way forward? If you get stuck at what happened, I mean, back in the day, even 50, 60 years ago, uh, Black people were not let into uh, bridal stores that were only exclusively privileged for white people. Imagine. A, a gown that you want to choose for your wedding. You, you had a separate store where a seamstress in a dark alley, alley would just uh, you know, sew your clothes versus a white person would have access to a nice bridal store. And it just blew my mind. But then I'm like, I can keep harping on what happened in the past, but if I don't let that channelize and convert those stones into milestones, I would still be back. So instead of just in my head trying to uh, become a very cynical person, a whining person. I would always say, how can I channelize? You know, how can I turn these stories, these bitter stories that happened to all of us and convert it into a successful place where we channelize all that happened, we acknowledge all that and then say, okay, let me give better opportunities to women. If, if they have taken a sabbatical, we still welcome back. That doesn't mean their knowledge has rusted. Perhaps they just need small hand-holding. But if we cannot be catalyst to our own people, then who else can be? That, that's the way I look at it. Come on, Raj, hop in there. What would you tell your younger self or another, uh, another young lady? So like hearing... Uh... You all say like, uh, if you fear something, do it. And uh, like, um, it's okay to say no. Like, it's okay to take sabbatical. It's okay to take care of yourself. All other things like make sense, like lots of sense. Like uh, I used to scare a lot. I used to like as a teen, like to my younger self, I used to be more uh, insecure, like what, what is happening around me and other things. But yeah, it's okay. Like uh, everyone are people here, like just because they are making some noise doesn't mean that they are uh, uh, somewhat greater than you. Like it's just a noise that you need to ignore and you have to bloom for yourself. And uh, it's a high time for all the women out there. It's high time. Like we need to be independent. Like it's, um, we are in a phase like every household needs like to do uh, income or other thing like uh, we are at a phase like where we are working and we are equal to men like we have to bring bring it to that phase and um, yeah educate yourself as much as possible like prioritize yourself as much as possible like I there have been times like I have prioritized my family and my loved ones 
before me like as a woman we are more used to it like we we make our family as our priority and we make our kids as priority but it's high time like only if our jar is filled we can fill the other uh, other jar so it's high time we need to prioritize yourself and i would say that to my younger self also like i need to prioritize i used to prioritize even my brother more like i used to like even if we have a single chocolate or ice cream i like okay you have it but it's it is not required like it's okay to say no and you should enjoy your moment and you should enjoy your teen and your younger self love it i love it michelle you want to jump in yeah thanks um yeah no i totally agree i think you know this is i i wouldn't say to my younger self rash i would actually say say it to my current self still <laughs> you know like i think i don't know how how many of you have figured it out but like even for me i still can't <laughs> prioritize myself over others um or or at least in an equal footing it, it's hard for me um but I think, no, it's true. And also going to, you know, Helen's point, you know, as well, like just stay true to who you are. And, you know, um, I think, um, I think when we're young, you know, we, I think we always have like this image of people figure it out when they're like in their like late thirties or forties. And then now, like now I'm at the age, I'm like, actually, I still have not figured it out. I guess to my younger self, I'll just tell her to like not be so anxious about things. Things will just work out. It's fine. You know, it's not going to collapse if you don't buy a house when you're like 30 and get married and have kids and, you know, be like the SVP or like CEO of some company. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I agree 110%. I literally, I, my mom texted me yesterday and she told me, um, I have an auntie. And she passed away, but she was 102. She had no kids, no husband. She just thrived on her own personal life. I'm trying to figure out how did she do it? How did you 102 years, no kids, no husband? Like, what did you know? What did you do? But I do agree that it's, you know, as we grow up, especially women, we are, uh, what, what's the movie? Uh, I think it's uh, called Divergent. You know, we're already kind of placed into our roles all because of our gender. Um, and so breaking out of that, any woman that breaks out of that, I think is typically uh, and utterly amazing because we're literally going against what society says is normal. Like every every single day we wake up, that's literally what we're doing. And society fights us every single day trying to put us back in this box. And I just think women that refuse to be in that box, like us, us group of women, we refuse to be in that box. I know I refuse to be in the box. You can't put me in the box unless I made the box. If I didn't make the box, I'm not going in it. Um, but I, I do agree with every single one of you all. Like this is still the beginning. We're still at the very tip of the iceberg with a lot of different um, gender equality issues, social issues. But the simple fact that we're able to all come together and have these types of conversations and get it out there, um, it's a start, at least for me, because I years ago, you couldn't have paid me to believe that there's going to be a group of women on the Internet speaking of their struggles and how to surpass them, you know, especially in this male dominated field. You don't hear a lot of women doing these types of talks. And I just wish there was a group of women in my teenage years doing this because I would have literally just 
watched it, learned, took it in and took off when I was 15 instead of waiting until I'm grown. Um, but I do agree that just because you don't have the CEO position, you don't have the house, you don't have the marriage, you don't have the kids. If you don't have that before 30, um, it's, it's okay. It literally is okay. I know exactly how you feel. Cause that's how I was. I'm like, if I don't have the job, I don't, I'm not married. I don't have kids. If, I, if this is not done by 30, I failed. My entire life is just over and it's done with, but as I'm growing and maturing, it's just like, oh, okay. You know, like I, I love my marriage, you know, I love my children, you know, but I think just like any parent, you know, I think we would have been like, if I would have waited just a little bit longer, you know, wouldn't be cool. But it, it's, it's part of life, you know, even in with technology growing and how rapidly it grows, we grow with it as well. You know, we're not as stagnant and as, as far behind as we think that we are. Did anybody else want to jump in real quick? I do believe we are about to at the end of our segment or at least our panel discussion. Did anybody else want to add anything? Going once, going twice, going three times, get the bone to the dog. Okay. Um, so right now we are about an hour and 38 minutes in. Um, I'm just looking. I do see that we do got a couple of people that are tuning in. Um, this is the time for our audience. If there's anybody that has any questions, comments, concerns, if you guys have any questions for anybody specifically or anything of that nature, this is what we call the breakout moment. So um, you could type the questions in the chat if you're on video, if you want to unmute or, you know, show yourself, that's perfectly fine as well. But this is the moment for all questions, comments, and concerns. If there are none, we all think that you guys took the time up to listen to us chat and be a bunch of females today. Uh, but yeah, let's see. Any questions? Any questions? So far, I don't see any in the chat. I don't see anybody kind of raising their hands or anything in the video panel. Let's see. We'll give it a few more, few more minutes and seconds. I'm sorry. I'm the type of person I like to keep moving right along. I look at like it don't take that long for people to type. It don't take that long for people to talk. So it's like let's just keep going. If ain't nobody saying nothing, don't nobody got nothing to say. <laughs> um, but yeah, as we're waiting or you know we're wrapping up. Um, I want to say thank you to all of our speakers that took their time out to just come and speak today, even the ones that were, you know, that were late. This is my first event. So I just want to thank you guys for just taking out the two, three, four, five minutes that you did take or, you know, the hour and a half you took out your day. Um, anybody that is watching um, that if you got your ticket, if you got a ticket through Eventbrite. Under the link, um, the initial Zoom link, the very last link is a link to a raffle for a couple of cool little gifts and prizes. So if you do not have that link, please let me know in the chat and I could get that link out to you guys. Um, if you guys are looking for more discussions like this, um, I do also run an, um, a not-for-profit organization called Higher Further Faster. Um, they hold quarterly events, so um, you could just go to higherfurtherfaster.org. I'll make sure it's down in the chat, um, and then you can guys see what events they're having if you all want to be um, a part of it. Um, speakers, you guys do not need the link to the raffle. You guys get a separate link for you all's um, gift basket, so don't worry about that link. I did see that question in the chat. Don't worry about that. You guys have a whole separate link where you guys fill out so you all can get your gifts. Um but yeah, so if you guys are looking for more events that are like this, um, Higher Further Faster does anything from generative AI to WordPress, Dreamweaver. I do. I think they, their next segment 
is called um, Hi, My Name Is. I believe that's their next segment. And what that segment is kind of the same thing, but it's broader. It's not just women, it's men as well. Um, getting people from all different fields, not the same. Um, so if you guys, if anybody's interested in that, like I said, I would drop the link. It is higherfurtherfaster.org. And again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to all of us speak and hearing our stories. Um, if there are any women tape makers other than us, we hope to see you guys at Google I.O. I believe the first one is in L.A. I will be there. Um, so that's coming up May 10th. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that and look at your emails. Um, if anybody does have any questions, comments and concerns, uh, I will also drop my email down there as well. Please reach out to me. Um, follow me on LinkedIn if you want to see what I'm up to, any projects that I'm doing. If you want to help with a project, <laughs> um, you know, just definitely I will put all my information down. Or I, I believe it should be on screen. Keyword should be. I don't think it is. Um, but if there's anything else. And Randy, Jay, uh, the moderator wants to say something, Jay. Yes, I see it. Yep. Come on, moderator, and jump in. Hi, you guys. Um, you all have done awesome um, on this panel. Uh, I did get a few, you know, um, responses and things from people um, that sent it to me directly. One of them, um, they were just talking about, it's great to hear. Um, hold on, let me go to it exactly. Um, they were saying that it's great to hear the different backgrounds. Um, and it's nice to see other women speaking on their experiences in working with IT. Um, so yeah, um, and they were saying that it was just really dope to hear about your experiences from um, other places around the world. So, you know, there are people listening and you all did very awesome. I learned a lot on this as well. So thank you all so much. Thank and you. Can we all hey, take awesome. a nice uh, picture? bringing our best faces. And I believe uh, Randy Raj had a system glitch and she's joining in. Maybe you could just uh, let her in so we could all uh, pose with a nice beard or show our guns and muzzles and whatever. And then <laughs> pose and, and uh, thank you. Jay, you could also come on video. Anyone who wants to, who's comfortable coming on video, please present yourself. You can all take a picture. Okay, I just told Raj to resend it so I can get her in there. Thank you so much, Jay, for helping us mediate everything. Um, I literally asked her, guys, at the very last minute. I think I asked her like last night, like, hey, um, I got something going on tomorrow and I need your help. <laughs> um, so she immediately was just like, whatever you need, I got it. So just big ups and kudos and thank you to her for helping and being able to hold the chat down while we were all speaking and everything. So everybody, if y'all can give a whole big clappy hand emoji for Jay, please. Cause she did the thing today. Literally. I don't think y'all guys understand when I say last minute, last minute, like maybe an hour before this was happening. I was like, yo, I need help. <laughs> so, uh, and she jumped right in with no problem. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all of that help. Um, I don't see anybody asking any questions. Um, speakers, this has been recorded. It is going to be edited to make it look all fancy. Um, I will send that video out to you guys. Hopefully it will be, um, today is Wednesday. It'll probably be up on um, the YouTube channel by Friday. 
And then um, you guys will get a video. You guys will get the, um, what do you call it? The, the demo. You guys will get the demo first before it actually gets loaded. And then um, cool beans. But yes, yeah, so I'm going to get, don't, um, I'm going to send you guys a link so you guys can fill out this form so you guys can get your cool gifts. Thank you guys so, so much. This was utterly and completely amazing. Thank you for those that were watching. Um, if anybody got anything to say, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to shut up. I'm mute my mic. If you guys got anything, any goodbyes or happiness that you guys want to say, go ahead. Love your aunt. I never do branding. You absolutely rock on the roof. So that that's one thing. And I I hope like all of us here uh, on in, on the screen we stay connected and maybe we could utilize the same group for further communications and everything. So I like uh, I'm very very elated to meet each one of you. And yeah, let's let's keep this uh, further. Thank you again. Also, if in future. If we see in our shared network, someone needs an opportunity in the organizations we work for, or we have friends whom we are connected, let's not be shy to make an introduction to that person because networking and introduction is the first way to build better career and opportunities. So yeah, keep it open. Definitely, if you guys know anybody that needs help with anything, if it just- You have such events in networking. So uh, I might help maybe in the coming months. So just I'm breaking out the new like uh, I'm not sure okay I'll blush but like I'm kind of like I'm getting married in May so I might move from India uh, so that's where like uh, I would need your help so yeah have to stay connected definitely yes 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 let's all stay connected I believe I I think I do follow all you guys on LinkedIn already so if you don't follow me follow me <laughs> um. Okay, ladies, I don't see any questions, comments, and or concerns. So thank you all for being here. Thank you guys for watching. I'm going to go ahead and end the live. Uh, my Slack is up. If you guys got any questions, um, hit me in Slack. Thank you guys so much again. This was incredible. I had the most funnest time. I feel like a little kid that just went to go see Star Wars in the movie theater. I just had so much fun. Um, thank you guys so, so much. Please stay safe out there. And this will not be the only time we, we connect, ladies. Have a beautiful day. Thank you, thank you. Bye. Bye.